0: everyone I am David aka PV plant guy and I'd like to welcome you to plant personalities a podcast where I interview some of social media's most interesting plant influencers now as content creators we often focus on a few topics if you know me you know I'm obsessed with plants obviously my now three golden retrievers yes we just got a puppy yesterday and more about that later and um, sharing my <laughs> fitness journey I've started this podcast because I want to get to know people behind their profiles and i think you'd love to get them you'd and i think you'd love to know them better too who are they when they are not on social media what are their favorite things what does their ins- where does their inspiration come from a lot of questions and today i am lucky enough to have julia aka toronto plant girl with us she is known as the plant doctor and she does styling and consulting for homes and businesses in the Toronto area. I'm so excited to have her because I've never spoken with her before. So we are in for a cheat today. Julia, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you? Thank you for the intro.
0: Oh, of course. I'm great. And I hope you're doing the same. I have a lot of questions for you today that I hope you are ready to answer.
1: I think I'm ready to answer most of them. (laughs) Some of them I think I might have to think about a bit, but I'm... I'm totally ready.
0: <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, so I want to know you behind Toronto Plant Girl, behind your awesome reels, behind all of <laughs> your very photogenic pictures, behind oh, your you. stories, right? So tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get into, how did you get into okay.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I've definitely shared this story before, um, but basically back in 2018, um, my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um,
0: sorry to hear that. Yeah.
1: Thank you. It's okay. But I know if like, if anybody knows about, about that sort of type of cancer, it's the outcome is, is not, is not great. Um, it's very invasive and it it spreads really, really quickly. And we kind of found it a bit too late. Um, and I never had like the best relationship with my dad. So definitely hearing that I was like, Hey, I need to spend more time at home. I need to make more of an effort. And I want to like be more present in my, in my home. And obviously, you know, like mm-hmm. hanging out on the couch in the living room and all of that with my, with my family, especially specifically my dad. Um, But at the same time, like I'm obviously going back into my room at the end of the night and like spending time and more spending more time in my room. And I just never felt like comfy, cozy feelings anytime I was in my room. I mean, it sort of looked like how it does now. Like the the paint was there and like the wall unit that's um where my plants are where that my dad built for me um years ago was was there, but like I had a different bed frame. Like none of my plants were here. Like none of my night tables, like everything just looked it looked completely different. And it just like wasn't it wasn't me. I didn't feel connected to it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of hated being in my room. So I thought, you know, because I'm spending more time at home, maybe I should like redecorate a little bit, maybe like get a couple little pieces of furniture, like some decor or whatever. So I like most millennials slash Gen Z people like took to took to YouTube <laughs> and like YouTube, like room tours and like room decor videos and whatever. And um, I started to notice that like most the, the commonality between all of these videos is there was always like a couple plants here and there. So I'm like, okay, interesting, whatever. Didn't really think much about it, and then probably by like my fifth or sixth video of watching these room tours, uh, on the sidebar, this it was a suggested video, and it was like plant decor room tour or something. And I, the the thumbnail was really intriguing, so I was like, okay, whatever. I clicked on it. I was like, at this point, I was like going to be watching YouTube till like 12 a.m. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> Let me click on it. Like, what's the harm? And um it was this like older woman and she was just like naming off these plants like it was very monotone like nothing crazy and I stayed for the entire like 20 minutes of the video and by the end of it I was like wow I'm so intrigued like why do I want to watch all of her videos and why do I want to know more about plants like this is so weird but
0: it was like a flip of a switch. Yeah,
1: like it was almost like, wow, like this is what I want my house to look like or like this is what I want my room to look like or whatever. Like I was just so entranced by it and I I watched like all of her videos on her YouTube channel, which was like seven or eight or whatever at the time. And then I started, I just was like, I just went down a rabbit hole of like watching all of her videos and I was like, okay, I, I want to know more. So from like September 2018 to like December 2018, I spent every minute I possibly could like researching plants. I looked at like horticultural magazines, like I'd watched like um, university clips, like any, any type of plant content I could consume about like learning about the plants actually, like I did that. And um, I kept like a notebook. I would like write down the Latin names and like how to care for them and like all, all of this. Like I was like literally <laughs> crazy. And um, I had I didn't even buy a plant at that point. And um, in January of 2019, I bought my first four plants, three of which I still have. One of them was a succulent, so like I don't really count it. Um, but I still have those. I still have the three plants. And um, I guess pa-
0: can I pause you and ask you what those plants are?
1: Okay, so one is a um, Sansevieria zelonica? Zola- Zelenka? I always forget how to pronounce it. Snake plant. Yeah, snake plant. <laughs> Um, a small, uh, bird of paradise, like a six inch bird of paradise, which is now in like a 10 inch pot. Um, and then a skinny little cactus. And then the other one that died is, um, was succulent. Wow. Yeah. So I still have, I still have the three, um, and they're doing really well. I'm actually looking at them right now, but, uh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 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 So, um, th- those are the ones that sort of started my my plant journey, I guess. Um, But yeah, I mean, like going to the garden center that is like um, a a couple minutes away from my house with my mom was like also part of, um, like, I think that's also how I like just dove into like getting tons of plants all the time because it was so accessible. And it was something for my mom and I to do because my mom was taking care of my dad. Um, You know, she never got out of the house. And if she did, it was like, to go grocery shopping, to run an errand for my dad or to like take him to the hospital downtown for like chemo treatment. So she was like under a lot of stress as well. So I think it was nice for her to like have a break um, to come with me to the garden center and like enjoy, enjoy plants. Cause when she was my age, she was like, she was actually a Toronto plant girl. Like she was like the Toronto plant girl yeah like she always anytime she was in in her apartment she always made sure that like the apartment that she rented was either south facing east facing or west facing and she would like do the same thing as i do like put all of her plants like right by the window and um her friends would like bring her plants and be like help like i killed it and she'd like revive them so it's like
0: (laughs) she's passing the torch
1: yeah so it's like kind of like what i do now which is really cool so yeah she was like the og toronto plant girl
0: (laughs) I love that. And so, when your when your dad was sick did did he enjoy all the plants that would come back? Because I know that plants provide a lot of um, you know mood boost. They're they're mood boosting. They're yeah, relaxing.
1: They're very healing. Yeah. Um, at first, I think he was like kind of weirded out that I was buying all these plants. <laughs> like he was like, "When are you going to stop?" And I'm like, "Never." Um, but I think. I think kind of towards um, towards the end, like in the last couple months in the last couple of months before he passed, like he did spend like a, a decent amount of time in my room. Like um, he would kind of like sit on the bed and just like stare at my plants for five, 10 minutes and, you know, re- kind of like unwind because he was at that point, he was quite, he was quite thin and quite weak. So like he couldn't really be like wandering around the house. Like he basically just stayed in his bed. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he'd come into my room a couple of times and, just enjoy enjoy the view, basically, um, and he would always kind of make comments, being like, "This is really nice. Like, it's very peaceful in here." Um, mm-hmm. So that that made me really happy to to have that.
0: And I'm sure he'd be super proud of where you are today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate
1: that. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely think about that a lot. And I mean, I think that's why i i i work um I work as hard as I do because, like, I feel like I kind of have to like prove something to him. Um, because, um, I, you know, always want to make my parents proud. So, and it's, it's, it's hard, like not having him there to say, to actually say it to me. Um, and I know like people like you and like my friends and my family and and followers will always message me and tell me that, which is really nice and really sweet. But, um, yeah, definitely, I definitely try to work as hard as I can to, to make him, make him proud. So.
0: Uh, I, I actually just got goosebumps just like listening to that. So Um, I. Very moving story, Julia. thanks for sharing that with us um, Thank you. and I did when you mentioned some of your first plants, um, the bird of paradise was also my first plant, so mm-hmm. i I love that that connection that that we have there um, yeah but but your your journey is so different from mine, and it's much more powerful and Aww. I just love listening to where you came from with your plant journey and And where you are now. So I I know your dad's looking down on you and he's super proud and smiling.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned that you're in the plant business and I think we all know that, you know, you're the Toronto plant doctor. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do from a business perspective? I don't want to spend too much time here because I want to get to know you, but I think we we all deserve to know what this business is about.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, I've had the business for about a year and a half now. And next next year, May, it'll be two years, which is crazy to think about. But um, basically, I uh, plant style and consult uh, homes and businesses here in Toronto um, to help people either bring plants into their space or uh, help them with the plants that they already have in their space. And I think Um, because of the pandemic, so many people got into plants. um, Mm -hmm. And I was definitely quite busy. And I think most people when I meet them for consultations, they always preface it with, yeah, I kind of went crazy during the pandemic, or like, oh, like, <laughs> there was nothing else for me to do during the pandemic, so I bought plants, and I was like, yeah, like that's a that's a commonality between so many people. Um, but it, it's really nice, and I, I think one of my favorite aspects of of that business. I mean, obviously, it's great to bring plants into people's spaces and see people's reactions to to these beautiful plants or when they have new growth or whatever. But it's honestly just meeting people in Toronto um, and. Um, uh, seeing their seeing their love for plants and connecting with them um, on that simple basis of like, we both love plants and we love greenery and we love how it makes us
0: feel. There's such a bond when you meet someone mm-hmm. and you connect over plants.
1: Definitely, definitely. There's
0: like it, so, so much. It's indescribable. And I, I will not know someone and I will see them in person, maybe at the gym or just, you know, meet them through a mutual friend and the topic of plants will come up yeah. and it's like an instant connection.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I, I just did my, I just did like my first ever like plant event yesterday and it was a plant swap. And like, yeah, just like talking with people that, I mean, follow me on Instagram or whatever. Um, talking with them. Like we talked for like 20, 30 minutes, like, and sometimes the the first minute or two of the conversation is about plants, but then it just trickles into like other things that we have in common or just like, sharing a funny story or like whatever. Um, But there's just like that, that, that bond that you have because you both have a love for plants um, is, is so interesting. And it kind of like will transcend into other aspects of, of each other's lives.
0: It's probably the easiest icebreaker ever.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Definitely.
0: Um, So, Hey, I want to kind of branch off into your social media content A lot of us, you know, love making reels. I personally find it as, you know, my Mm -hmm. creative outlet. Mm -hmm. And I want to understand where you get some of your inspiration for making all your content.
1: Okay. So, um, again, something maybe some people know about me because I I have shared it before, but maybe not a lot of people know. But I actually went to university for film and media. Uh,
0: No way. At an
1: art university here in Toronto, which is like really hard to get into like you need to have a very extensive portfolio in order to get in um but yeah I studied there and I graduated uh with a BFA in integrated media which is like the the program that were where I graduated from um but yeah it was heavily like film photography like media based um so I have a technical background in that which is really cool because it's kind of full circle where it's like my education, even though I'm not actually working in the film industry, which was, which was my goal at the end of um, graduating, I sort of am because I'm bringing in that, that knowledge I have about film and, and, and media um, and content into my, my business and my Instagram. Um, and then I'm also combining it with my hobby, which is plants. So it's sort of like a full circle kind of moment which is really mm-hmm. nice. But yeah, I mean, I obviously going to that university, I had to uh, think outside the box. Um, I had to always like show my work and where I got my inspiration from or for like creating uh, scripts or films or whatever that we were supposed to do for, for school. Um, but before university, my, my cousin and I would actually funny enough, and I wish I had them because they're so embarrassing, but we used to make these like little like movies like we'd make these like zombie movies where like we would act in them and like they were so they're so embarrassing <laughs> and i wish that i still had them cuz they were so funny but we would like we'd love to like make these little little movies like we would come over to my to my nanna's house like my grandmother um, for dinner and we would like sneak away after we would eat and we'd take out our little like digital ni- like Nikon or Canon camera and we'd be like okay like what are we going to do like what what movie are we going to make and we would like pretend that we were in like a zombie apocalypse and that they were like, the zombies were running after us or whatever. And like <laughs> they're so, they were so, so funny, but we would do that anytime my cousin and I would hang out. And um, I think that's sort of where like my spark of like wanting to be in the film industry or like create content started. Um, and then, yeah, obviously university, I pursued that. And um definitely being in an art university with like hundreds of other people that are, you know, also think they're creative and think outside the box, so you have to not only think outside the box but think outside other people's boxes to try to try to like get your professor's attention or, you know, to get a really good mark or to submit something to a film festival. So, I definitely get my creative side, uh, through my technical background, uh, of going to university for film. Um, but yeah, I think like my creative process for making reels would have to be, um, you know, I spend some time on Instagram obviously, and I'll scroll through the reels or go on TikTok and scroll through TikToks. And when I hear a sound or I see something, um, I'll save it. And most of the time I get my inspiration from like completely like non-plant related, um videos or or reels so i'll see something i'm like that is hilarious that's so funny it's not plant related at all it's like about like relationships or like whatever food or like anything Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is hilarious how do i make it plant related so i'll make sure that like nobody else has really like done what i'm thinking and if i don't see anybody that has like done the idea that i have i'll create it um and uh and then i'll and then i'll post it and then hopefully people people like it and and interact with it
0: i i have to say that you clearly you're destined to be an on-screen star
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny because i literally was always anybody would say that to me i'm like no i'm behind the scenes like i go to film school like i don't want to be in front of the camera
0: I, I think that's changed and you've made a pivot in your life to where you're actually in front of the camera and people love you for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have, at this point, I have no choice,
0: <laughs> but I, I have to say though, you know, listening to your story here and knowing that you did go to school for fine arts, um, I, I think your process is very similar to my process. And so mm. I'm like, I feel a little bit validated here knowing that you're kind of a professional in this area and (laughs) I I have a degree in healthcare administration. So I, 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 I'm like, clearly i'm you know i feel like i'm doing something right if if <laughs> if you're doing it that way so you do the,
1: you do this you do the same process that i do like look at other people's like reels that aren't plant related and then kind of like think how you can make it plant related
0: yes and then yeah. making sure that no one else has kind of the yeah. same concept i think that's really yeah. important to me and it seems like it's yeah. important to you too and i feel like there's definitely a um an alignment there
1: definitely definitely yeah i mean i know like sometimes it's it's funny because like i'll i mean obviously like on tiktok and on reels you know people will see what you do and they'll like it and they'll they'll recreate it and like i'm totally cool with that because i'm sure at one point like i didn't see someone else's reel and like i probably it probably looks like i copied them or whatever but to my mm-hmm. knowledge like i never saw their i never saw their content um or whatever and at the end of the day like plants is such a niche um topic that it's like there's only so many things you can kind of like talk about and create and like people are gonna have sort of the same idea as you basically but um yeah I'll get like very protective of my of my content and there have been there's been times where like I'll see people copy what I do and post it like days days or whatever after I've posted it and like I will message them and I'll be like hey like you need to give me credit for this like i came up with this idea like i executed it i did this i did that and then you just come up in here and basically just copy and paste and take credit for it like that's not that's not fair and i think that comes from being at university where you know if i created a film or created a script or created any type of 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 uh, work for my for my professors if I got inspiration from any other artist or any other film or, or photo or whatever, I had to show my work. And if I didn't, my professor would be like, well, you definitely got this idea from, you know, X, Y, Z. And like, why didn't you, sh- why didn't you prove that? And then it's like, oh, well, I, I don't know. Like, I guess I didn't think it was important. And then the professor's going to be like, okay, well, like I'm docking marks because you didn't, you know, quote unquote, show your work. So I'm very like, protective in that sense because like i i would it would be considered like plagiarism basically at the university that i right. went to so when i post my right. content i'm like if you want to recreate it like go ahead but like give me my give me my
0: props you know? right <laughs> me I, out. I come from the same background <laughs> there you know with Uh, With a science background, if I'm writing a paper, I'm always going to document my sources and make sure that I'm communicating the most accurate, up-to-date information that comes from a peer-reviewed journal. So even though, you know, my background is a little bit more technical In that sense, it's still the same concept, you know, all of our educational skills are transferred to social media. And I think it's just how you go about your, yourself in your day to day life, you know, like, what is your what are your Mm -hmm. values and ethics look like? And are you going to steal something from someone just to get ahead just to get more likes? Or are you going to do the right thing? And either a ask them or b if you do post it, give them credit.
1: Yeah, like even just a, t- a quick tag or be like inspired by XYZ. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the
0: in- um, but yeah. I do have to say, um, um, copying someone is one of the best forms of flattery, right?
1: Oh, 100%, it's,
0: but still, 100%. it's all about how you do it.
1: Yeah, it's also, it also is sometimes frustrating, especially when you create something and then they just up and up and copy and paste it and it's like, you know, I know how much work I put into making that reel or TikTok or whatever, or making that idea. And then it's like, you just take five seconds to film it and people think that it's your idea. So it's like, fr- it's definitely mm-hmm. frustrating, but at the same time, like I've had to sort of calm myself down with that because I have to realize like Instagram is Instagram and like, it's so easy for people to copy and paste and, um, you know, take ownership of, of an idea. And um, it just kind of is what it is. So, but yeah, that's that's my mindset is yeah. always like making content that other people haven't or no one has posted yet. So that it's like, I am sort of like the first person to kind of post that sort of idea. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right. Yes, yes. And I think there's there's a big difference here. And I want to be clear that there's a lot of idea ideation that goes into the video, but then there's also it. trends, right? Where you can yes. like, you know, just easily hop on like the ring light trend right now that's going on in Mm -hmm, Instagram mm -hmm. and TikTok where people are like taking their shirts off. And I saw someone do it the other day. Um, They were like holding it uh, um, behind their head. And when they turned the lights off, their body disappeared and a plant came in the picture. And I, oh my
1: God, that's so funny. I
0: I about died, but then I wouldn't go and do that because someone else had done that. And so, like, to yeah, me, that but, trend is that... Yeah, but, like, if you that... thought of
1: that idea, then it would be, like, you're the first person to, like, right.
0: to do that. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I totally copied, like, that. I think yesterday I posted that story where it was, like, the Rihanna... Um, uh, audio, and it's like so many people have done that. Like so many girls and and guys have have like used that audio and like done that transition or whatever, um, to be like fake it till you make it type of thing. So like, yeah, I definitely was just posting that just to post it as content. Um, but I never, right. I you know what I mean. It's like if I really wanted <laughs> to, I could have totally made it like plant related, you know. But um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely love to to do those trends um
0: it's fun, it's fun. <laughs> you just get to be goofy yeah
1: it's definitely really fun but um i think my favorite type of content to make is like a trend but making it a hundred percent plant related that like no one else has no one else has like made plant related yet
0: yeah and it, and it's original and that's where your yes. creativity gets to come into play
1: yes exactly exactly
0: so when you're not making these reels and you're not thinking about them, what are you doing? What are you doing outside of social media and outside of work? I mean, you obviously work in house plants and you know, so what, what are some of your hobbies?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so funny as I was telling you before, it's like I eat, sleep and breathe like plants. Like that's all I do. (laughs) But I mean, I definitely do have like, more in the summer versus the winter because here it's just like so cold and there's nothing really much to do. But, um, I love, like, I'm, I'm a very like active person. So I love, you know, like doing sports and, and being outside and being active. So one of the things in the last two years I've, I've picked up again was roller skating. Um, I bought roller skates when I was like 17 and, um, I used them, but I wasn't great at them. And because of, uh, the lockdown it, back in 2020, I found them again in the summer and I was like, oh, like what else am I going to do? So I um, I picked those up and I've been like trying to do tricks and like little little things here and there to uh, make myself better at, at going at roller skating. So in the summer, I, I roller skate like every day, which is really fun. Um, that's definitely like a, a hobby that I do outside of plants. Um, I absolutely love cooking. I actually, when I was in high school, was – very much considering going to culinary school or, or being a pastry chef. Um, that was, that was one of my, one of my career choices that I, that I had and I was very much considering it, but I ended up going into um, film, but yeah, I mean, I, I love to cook. Like I cooked like a crazy meal last night for my family. Cause my mom was like tired and didn't feel like cooking. So. I what learned. are
0: What are some of your favorite dishes to cook?
1: Um, so my family's Italian, um, so I definitely cook a lot of like traditional Italian, um, Italian meals. Um, I learned how to cook from my nonna and my dad, and um, I'd probably say like a traditional like pasta sauce with meatballs. Um, I love to make risotto, I made risotto last night. Um, any type of pasta dish, um, there's like a traditional Italian. Uh, pasta dish that we make it's with um it'll sound weird to most people but like italians will get it but it's dandelion leaves and um these like white these like very white soft uh beans called like canelli beans i think and uh lots of hot peppers and like lots of oil and it's like really salty and um you that's basically like the sauce of the pasta
0: Okay, you're speaking my language, and I knew that we had some connection <laughs> because I am also Italian, and I'm, I'm like drooling over here. I wish you could see me. No and way! I'm smiling, and I, yes, I, I'm Italian. Oh, my and, God,
1: so you know, so then you know Chicoria that. Yes. And okay. Well,
0: so we're, we do like um, squash flowers.
1: Oh, Instead God, of like, I love squash flowers. They're
0: so good. Oh, my God, when yes. they're deep fried.
1: Yes. Oh, my, God, oh my gosh. So
0: um I so I this podcast isn't about me it's about you but I I'm from Rhode <laughs> Island right so I grew up with yeah. strong Italian roots and just like you like nice. I learned how to cook from my mom and my dad and Italian uh, cuisine is my favorite to cook and to eat so I'm glad that we're yes. on the same page there and you you left out calamari
1: Oh yeah I love calamari <laughs> yeah, I, make, I make calamari yeah I was even talking to I was like literally talking to my brother last night and I was like, okay, what are we cooking for Christmas Eve? Because Christmas Eve for Italians is Feast like – Feast of the seven fishes. Yeah, it's <laughs> seafood, like all day, every day, which like I love seafood. So I was like, I was like, okay, like what are we doing? Are we making like spicy seafood soup? We're going to make clam pasta. We're going to do calamari. We're going to do baccala. Like what are we doing here? So I was like trying to get this prepared or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, honestly like any type of Italian dish I love I love to make. Um, but I'm definitely the type of person where like I do love to eat at Italian restaurants and we do have a lot of really good Italian restaurants here in Toronto. But you're but picky. I'm very I am picky, yes, because like I'll eat something <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like I'm not paying twenty five dollars for this, like I could make it for two dollars, number one.
0: And it would taste better.
1: <laughs> and I would make and I would make it better. Yeah. Um, but I love to eat food that like I I can't make myself so like I mean like 100% I I could but it's like I would have to be like scouring like every grocery store for like these like traditional ingredients um so yeah I definitely like I love like eating like Japanese like Korean food um I love um I love Indian food um like literally any type of cuisine like I'm not really a picky person when it comes to food um but I definitely love uh I love yeah i just love eating i love cooking i love eating <laughs> it's a bad combination
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> i i understand where you're coming from when i said picky i meant picky as in like the type of italian food that you eat out because you yeah, your family yeah, probably I'm, can I'm make it better with, like
1: the quality yes yeah i'm definitely picky with like quality of food like i love to eat at like really good restaurants um but yeah that that's where i'm picky but like picky in the sense of like cuisines or like actual like ingredients of food i'm really not I'm really not that picky
0: Oh, my gosh, you're making me so hungry for Italian food right now. <laughs> yeah, I
1: haven't, eaten, I haven't eaten anything all day yet. So I'm like probably going to make I think there's like leftover risotto in my fridge. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> Sounds amazing right now. Um, so, OK, obviously, when you eat Italian food, like if you're going to eat like, um, you know, pasta with meatballs, like you're going to have a nice glass of wine. Right. So, like, yes, what yeah. is your favorite, like, um, like pairing, like wine and food?
1: Mm. um so i'm funny enough like i'm actually really not i'm not a big um drinker um so i will make like last night i had a a small little like glass of white wine because of the risotto but like Mm -hmm. i i'm really not a big big drinker but when we do have like family gatherings where I'm normally cooking most of the food we have a bar in our basement that my dad built so my brothers will go downstairs and like make everybody a cocktail so normally if I'm getting a cocktail I will have a Negroni um or an Aperol Spritz but most of the time it's a Negroni with like lots of orange um that's like my go-to cocktail uh because I feel like you can't mess it up it's just like three different types of uh, liqueurs or alcohols. And then like, that's it. Like there's nothing, you can't really be- miss it up, you know?
0: Okay. So can you go into a little bit more detail on a Negroni? Because I am not familiar with that.
1: Okay. So <laughs> it is, it's one part gin, one part Campari, which is like the red stuff. And then one part Vermouth. And then you use like an orange bitters and then you put like a, an orange peel or sometimes people put like orange slice and um it's like very bitter um but it has a bit of sweetness to it um it's just really good i i remember when i was younger i couldn't stand it i thought it was like disgusting and um i Mm -hmm. slowly 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 started to like like it a bit more it's one of those cocktails where you sip it like throughout the night it's not like i i also love like really sweet like citrusy cocktails like i used to love um amaretto sours with uh with disarono but it's so sweet and i will drink it so fast and then i'm like i'm tipsy so it's like i can't drink those anymore
0: yeah it's like one or two a night max and if you have any more like it's just a recipe for a very severe hangover because of all the sugar definitely
1: yeah the sugar's not yeah the sugar's not great which is why I do like the which is why I do like the Negroni a bit more because it's it's not that sweet and it's not that sugary um and it's something that I sip so by the time I'm done it's like maybe everyone else has had like on their second cocktail but at that point I'm like I can't have any more um but definitely like with food I love to have like a glass of white wine or or red wine um, just depending on like what i eat so if it's seafood i usually like to do white wine um, and then mm-hmm. like red wine for maybe like steak or like pot like more like pasta dishes or like lasagna like that sort of stuff anything with like
0: a red sauce
1: yeah 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 i think it's just like traditional i mean like my my nun, no, my nonna no no they they make their or like they made their own wine um, and now my uncle makes his own wine so uh, we definitely will have that at the we always have that at the table um, but then we'll also have like some bo- like random bottles here and there. But yeah, definitely, definitely red wine um, most of the time, and then white wine for like seafood.
0: Yes, I'm I'm in the same boat there. <laughs> We've been yeah. on a Sauvignon Blanc kick lately.
1: Yum, so good. I I yeah. love um, Pinot Noir. I think it's really good for like for like uh, red wine.
0: Yes, it's it's light but still tasty.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Sorry, my dog is crying at my door. Which, oh, speaking no, no of worries. which, your puppy is so <laughs> cute.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm actually adorable. sitting in our, in our front office right now and it overlooks our front yard and I see my husband literally running back and forth in the yard with Tucker.
1: So cute. Oh my God. Yeah, it was literally the most adorable thing ever
0: oh my gosh yeah so last night was our first night and he was crying all night in the crate so hopefully it's oh, not as bad today but yeah more and more to come on that as as we get him yeah. trained
1: we need the puppy content
0: yes we have so much content ahead of us Pup- <laughs> puppies and plants you really can't go wrong with that
1: you that's like a win-win combination
0: <laughs> it really is um yeah so christmas came early for us and and I don't know if we're going to get each other gifts this year because we got the puppy and it's just like a lot. Yeah, um, It's a lot. What? So you celebrate Christmas, right?
1: Yes. Yes. It's very big in our house.
0: Right. I figured Italian, you know, big yeah. Christmas. So what, what are some of the things that you're asking for this year?
1: Mm. It's so funny. I was having this conversation with my best friend last night and we were talking about how like, both of us don't like to ask for things for Christmas. We're just like, we'll say things throughout the year of like what we like. And then it's like, we just hope that, you know, whatever, like our significant others or like our our parents or our sisters or brothers, whoever will like listen and then just know what to get us. So, but it's funny. But anyways, I feel like if I had to make a list of what I really wanted, um. So one thing I, and like, they're so, they're so small, but like, so one thing I actually really want because I can't find it anywhere and, um, I use, I would need to use it on like a day to day basis is like a really good car mount for mm-hmm. my phone. So I have, I have two, but both of them suck. One of them is on an angle. So when, <laughs> when I record myself, it's great. It's great because it doesn't move. Um, But when I'm recording myself, um, when I'm doing like my, my vlogs, it's like on an angle. So it makes my face look like an egg. Like it's really unattractive. (laughs) It's very
0: unattractive. I don't (laughs) think so. I don't think so.
1: (laughs) And then the other one I have is, is good for like the way it makes it like it records is great. But if I go over a bump or like a pothole, which like, in toronto is like every five seconds because our roads are so horrible here it might
0: i remember seeing my that.
1: phone will fall off of the car mount because like it's not actually like super secure and then i see all these like uber drivers and like lyft drivers with these like super nice like car mounts and i'm like where do you guys get these so that's that's one that's one on my list that i would that i would want for christmas and then the other one would be a juicer i i don't know recently i've just been like craving fruits and vegetables more i think because of like the lack of sun that i'm getting and my body Mm -hmm. is like you need vitamins (laughs) So I'm like, kind of want a juicer, but I would say like, that's, that's it. That's like, that's my Christmas list is a car mount for my phone and a juicer.
0: Those are some pretty solid gifts though. And I feel like a good Christmas gift needs to be thoughtful, but also useful. And I feel like those are, you know, they hit both of those criteria.
1: Yes, I totally agree. I've I've been told in the past by like friends and people that like, I'm very good at gift giving because I will give a gift that's like, not necessarily somebody told me like, oh, they want this product or this, whatever. I think like, what do they like? You know, what do they need? What have they told me like in the past that they, they want or whatever. And then when I see that item, I'll just buy it. And then like, I'll give that, I'll give that to them. Like, that's the type of like gift giving that I'll, that I'll do. So it's like, thoughtful but like purposeful at the same time and i think that combination is like how you give like a really good gift.
0: Yeah, you and my husband are both like great gift givers. <laughs> I i feel like i procrastinate too much and i'm like oh no i have a week left and i like struggle to think of what i should actually get the person.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Sometimes i'm like that, but for the mo- like for most people i'm able to like get them something i think that they'll either really love or they'll use like all the time
0: yeah i'm definitely gonna take some notes here because (laughs) (laughs) that's a way better strategy than what i've been doing over the past few years
1: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) wow so hey i know we're um we're we've been chatting for a while now what what do you say we we wrap it up yeah um i have two questions that i'm asking everyone and i would like to ask you if that's okay
1: Okay, okay.
0: Okay. So, if you could meet any plant influencer in person who you haven't already met, who would it be and why?
1: And and I can't say you.
0: You can't say me. <laughs> no, we're talking right now, so.
1: <laughs> um, I would have to say um hmm. I'd probably have to say Plantarina because Um, she was actually the person, like, she was the video that I found when I first got into plants.
0: Okay. And,
1: um, in a way I, like, I watched like all of her videos basically. And in a way when I was, um, dealing with my, um, my dad's, my dad's illness and being home more in a way like i felt really alone because obviously you know like the people closest to me knew what was going on and my my family knew what was going on um and like we tried to be like people tried to be there for you but each each person you know deals with with grief and bad news differently and i really did feel very like isolated and alone even though you know like my mom and my two my two older brothers were like going through the same thing that i was going through i just felt very alone in that in that way and in in a strange way plantarina was kind of like keeping me company because like i would watch her videos like every Mm -hmm. single day and um i sort of felt like she was like my first plant friend before because i didn't i didn't have an i didn't have my plant instagram at the time so she was kind of like my first plant friend and the person that kept me company during that really hard time um so i would definitely love to to meet to meet her for sure
0: i like how you kind of came full circle here and you opened with the story of how you got into plants and how it 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 was a very deep connection for you and then we're now back to why she is your favorite person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you want to meet that that, that's really sweet
1: yeah yeah and i i think also to like just like regardless of that as well. Like, I mean, I I always find her videos like slightly amusing. Like I think she's got like funny, funny, like little jokes or whatever that she says. Um,
0: Yeah. She has a dry sense of humor. I like watching her. It is
1: kind of funny. Like it's, it's like almost reminds me of like dad jokes sort of. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just kind of find her a bit amusing. And um, also too like on a business standpoint, like she opened up her own greenhouse in Florida and is like, running a successful plant business so definitely that aspect as well would be really cool to meet her and like kind of pick her brain about about that
0: yeah do you ever make it down to florida
1: ah uh, i i've actually never been and funny enough my cousin um the one that i made the videos with when we were younger she went to university in florida and um she's where did she go uh, it's like a private university starts with an r it's called like raw Rollins, i think it's in orlando
0: Yes, Do you know what? Yep. Yeah, Rollins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So she
1: went. She went there, and um, she's done now, and she's actually moving to. I think she's going to move to Wisconsin for. She got like a job offer there, but um, yeah. I mean, I I sucked because like she was there for four years, and I could have taken that opportunity to go visit her, but I was I was always so busy with like university and the job that I had during university that I could never get. Um, I could never get the time off, but um, I definitely want to. I feel like this. This next year coming up, I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more traveling, um, and just like try to take advantage of that. But uh, I will definitely try to come down to Florida.
0: Definitely, let me know. Yes, I, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and there are so many other plant influences here too, and uh, South Florida and Orlando are huge for for house plants. There's a lot of nurseries, so there's definitely not. Um, You know, not a shortage of things to do.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like there'd be so many cool places to visit, specifically plant-related places.
0: Right, right. And so speaking of plants, right, um, I have my second question. Okay. If you could be any plant, what would you be and why?
1: Mm. (laughs) So I feel like I am this specific type of plant. I don't want to be this plant. But, like, I know myself, and I feel like this is actually who I am. <laughs> I feel like I am a Calathea. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> because I'm constantly dehydrated. Um, I'm very picky and finicky. Um, if I do not get attention, I will wither away and die. Um, but, you know, my foliage is really pretty. So it's like, I'm. it's a double-edged sword, you know? Like, it it is what it is
0: <laughs> and you know what clay are beautiful
1: thank you i think they are also very beautiful but they're you know what they're super picky and they're very they're very dramatic
0: and they're a little <laughs> high maintenance but i think yeah. that comes with being italian
1: yeah yeah i agree i agree
0: I, and no no offense there you know no. coming from an italian myself no,
1: no offense taken i i 100 <laughs> agree with you
0: but if you give it the proper love, attention, care, it can grow to be a beautiful specimen that everyone yeah. admires. And you could literally bring it anywhere with you, and yes. it would wow everyone.
1: And it flowers, too. I had no idea Calica's flowered.
0: Yeah. I mean, I none of mine have ever flowered. neither
1: have I, but I've seen them at um, garden centers before. And they have these, like, really pretty, like, little white flowers.
0: That sounds like... Um, some content for a reel. yes next time you're out you should definitely get some footage and then make it into a reel.
1: i will i will and i will credit you for giving me this idea
0: yeah you take it and run with it <laughs> <laughs> as as i'm literally my husband has plants i'm in his office now um i I put up a plant wall and i'm terrible at watering the plants in this room because it's on the far side of the house and i'm looking up at my rattlesnake calathea and there's about one third of the foliage that is like withered and crusty and brown (laughs) (laughs) clearly it deserves the attention it needs Um, i just haven't i haven't (laughs) haven't had the time
1: it's okay it's okay
0: So, Julia, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us today. I've had a blast getting to know you. And I hope that we can someday meet in Florida. Or if I ever come up to Toronto, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, if you do come to Toronto, come in the summertime. Because the cold here is, like, horrible. But, um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun.
0: Yeah, um, and I did want to tell everybody out there that, um, this week I will be hosting, uh, th- episode three and it will be actually a special on me. I feel like I, I, I would be a hypocrite if I just sat here and interviewed all of you. And if I didn't have someone interview me, that would just be a disservice. So, um, that will occur this week. Um, I have a friend coming from Rhode Island. She's a childhood friend and she's going to visit and she is actually going to interview me. So, uh, TBD on That's the actual cool. date and time very cool yes yeah i'm excited for it i'm a little nervous but i'm I'm more excited (laughs) and then sunday so our regular show is sunday at noon and we will have robin right who is the face behind the ikea greenhouse cabinet instagram profile
1: very cool
0: so make sure you tune in and listen to her i'm very excited to hear all about her journey but julia today is all about you and i've enjoyed every second that we've spent together so i want to thank you again
1: thank you thank you i really enjoyed this this was a lot of fun
0: great well hopefully you know we can stay connected over instagram and we will chat very soon
1: okay okay thank you
0: thank you everyone take care